listener production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh man, these shortages keep hitting, bruv. You know how last week I talked about the shortage of helium that yeah. made it difficult for us to get a floaty balloon for Sophia's birthday? What do they got a shortage of now? Methane? Not in your bloody dunny, mate. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we went to a local fish and chip shop. Mm-hmm. Our local fish and chip shop, they had a sign up saying, sorry, there's a shortage of the good chip potatoes at the moment. We've had yeah. to use not, you know, specific, you know, different potatoes are good for different things. Some are good for mashing, some are good for bacon, some are good for chippies. Well, they couldn't get their hands on any of the good chippy potatoes, so all the, pota- the chips were soggy. Aww. I know, it's heartbreaking. Nothing worse than a soggy chip. Look, whoever is going to invent the technology that can reheat hot chips to even 80% of their tastiness <laughs> is going to be a very rich individual. Apparently, the, the, the potato shortage is due to demand. Places like China pushing potato consumption as part of their food security policy. Rising urbanisation worldwide is driving up consumption of ready-to-eat and ready-to-cook foods. The situation with farmers and where the flooding is affecting it. I mean, this is not good news for chips, man. So anyways, thankfully, we have given you a potato-free breakfast. Well, on Saturday night, Matt, I was out at a restaurant with a few pals and I had some eggplant chips. So maybe they're going to be stepping in. The old aubergines doing a bit of heavy lifting. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't know much about that because as we're about to find out, it was a different crew who was hang it out on the weekend. So let's jump into it, shall we? Yeah, I'm not very happy about this whole situation. But I shall bite my tongue. Let's dive right in. Hey, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Was having a conversation about the dating apps last week, Alex Dyson. Really? Yeah, I've never been on them. Plenty of fish in the sea back in the day. <laughs> Redhotpie.com or whatever What's it red was. What's Redhotpie? Wasn't, wasn't there something like that? I just remember late night commercials. I remember Christian Mingle. Yeah, well, I mean, there's so many now. No, the conversation just sort of came up because uh, I just sort of missed the dating app window. Actually, mm-hmm. no, look, that's a complete lie. I was very much in the window during the dating app. <laughs> time, uh, the comeuppance. Yep. Um, but what actually scared me from the dating apps is when we were on Triple J Breakfast and someone texted into the text line, hey, Daiso, this you. And it was a screenshot of your combo with someone on a dating app. And I was like, nope, yeah. I am not going to be the screenshot guy. Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah, you don't want that, do you? you got to be, be very careful. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me, my friend found you on Hinge the other day. Actually, I forgot to tell you. Oh, bro. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's rough. So, okay, so That's you're on them. Stuff. You're on them at the moment, Alex. Oh, I've downloaded it <laughs> and I've got my little photos up there, got my little thing. I got a photo of the fairy schnitz up there, actually. Do you? Yeah. Are you eating it or is it just the schnitz? It's just that, oh, I don't have me in the photo. No, just that would ruin everything. <laughs> I've just got to entice people with a schnitz. That's for sure. Have you, you know what you should do is you should do the classic holding a fish shot, but it's a schnitz. 
Look at the size of this beauty. <laughs> I'm a real outdoors person. Um, yeah, so, exactly right. Bron, did you ever use the, the apps? Uh, yeah. Me, right. Me and Steve actually, well, this is, a, this is a, I, t- I tell two different stories of how we meet. <laughs> Depending on they're, who's asking. They're both true. <laughs> we, okay. We, we met at uni. We are in the same class together. So that's older people. I usually say, oh, we met at uni. People, you know, our age, whatever, I'll say we met on Tinder, which we actually did start talking because of Tinder as well. But we right. knew each other. We had seen each other's face. We knew each other. Um, right. Got, had you got talked got to each you. other in real life before Tinder? Very, like, briefly. Mm. Okay. So it was like a nice little, oh, I've seen this person and, you know, very quick to swipe kind of vibe. Yes. That's sweet. That's mm. nice. Because someone was saying now Tinder, and look, I could be wrong, so please don't. Please don't um, get angry about this. But I understand from, from someone told me that Tinder is more of a lesbian platform now. I, I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, and then, am, and then, I have and not then, heard that. I have not been on it. I do not know. Is Hinge the one that you use? I think that is currently quite a popular one, yes. Okay, and then there's Bumble still, right? Yeah, that's where the girl in the thing has to start a conversation. Okay, what about... Traditionally, I had that back in the day, ages ago. So Hinge seems to be the one that most sort of heteronormative couples are in. I think it's there. I heard of another one the other day, which was called... Oh, what was it called? Field? F-E-E-L-D? And that's more of like a... That's more of a... a, a, That's like... Kinky platform. Really? Yeah. I think so. Oh, open-minded to meet like-minded. Open-minded to make life one of that. Casual I, I sex. I haven't dived into that one yet. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Location-based dating app for people interested in ethical, non-monogamy, polyamory, casual sex, kink, swinging, and other alternative relationship models. There you go. Interesting. Playing the field. <laughs> what about Raya? Are you on Raya? Oh, <laughs> that, that's, that's a funny story because... <laughs> Back in the day, I remember I I broke up with a, a partner around 2016. So what's yep. that? that's like seven years ago now. Yeah. And, and Raya someone... was only started in 2015, I'm reading now. And, Ra- and Raya, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know, by the way, this is a private membership-based online dating community, similar, <laughs> similar style of app um, in which there's swiping, etc. But apparently there's no screenshots. Can't screenshot, yep. Can't screenshot. And it's essentially for, you know, celebrities. Well, I just remember an article. Someone was on there and they wrote an article about all the celebs that they saw on there. And then once it came out, they got booted off. You know, it's absolutely yeah, try to yeah, keep yeah, it if as you close screenshot, you will get kicked off the platform straight away. Yeah. Um, also, but they, I talking- it's not you can't screenshot. It's they pick up if a screenshot is made during while the app's open and they boot you off. Yeah, yeah, so I was talking well, to someone who... I would know because I'm not on it. And because in 2016, after I was single, you know, already sad and mopey, they're like, oh, you should get on Raya. I'm like, okay, what do you got to do? Don't you need to like a referral? They're like, yeah, but you got to like, you got this many Instagram followers. You'll be fine. Just apply for it. And I'm like, ah, okay. So I download it and do that. And then it says, I'm sorry, you have been put on our wait list. <laughs> Ooh. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> the lack of referrals. I could I was see you on the wait list. And I was on there for ages. So much so, like I sent an email at the time going, hey guys, I'm so sorry. I didn't have any referrals. <laughs> oh, 
It was like it was just so pathetic. That's so absolute <laughs> like a sniveling hey, that's, worm. That's you out the front of the club. Like, yeah. guys, can I please come in? No, look, look, it really is me. Yeah. Look at my Instagram to the bouncer. The bouncer's yeah. like, please Very bro, sad. go away. And um that was in 2016, and I'm still on the wait list to this day. No! <laughs> have you checked? Yeah, I checked. Oh no! <laughs> All right, that's it. We're getting you on Raya. Oh, no, I'm getting don't... you on Raya and I'm getting Bron to the Logies. These are my two <laughs> new missions. If anyone out there can help me with either of these things, let's make it happen. This is Matt and Alex, oh. All Day Breakfast. Well, we missed you, Matt. We missed you, mate. Oh, not this game again, where you and everyone else in the podcast team goes and has some wild time and you leave me holding my biscuits doing nothing. What were you doing on Saturday night? Look, to be fair, but the parental's babysitter's over and hit the brizzy nightlife. Oh, daddy out of the house. Well, yeah, that's it. Parents gone wild on the streets of Graceville. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, no, it was not bad until, I mean, I was at home at 8 o'clock, Alex Dyson, 8 p.m., <laughs> right? Was the sun still up at that point? I mean, <laughs> we're still hanging on to summer, aren't we? Me being a son of Granddaddy Mac, yes, I was still up <laughs> um, living my best, wildest parent life. Mm. But you, I realised had only just had the party started. Yeah, I went for dinner with um, producer Bron, her husband Steve, and uh, M from the uh, the digital department. And um, it was pretty good, Bron, hey? Pretty good. Yeah, I know. One thing I wanted to bring up from it, though, and this is has nothing to do with us, you know, not inviting you to this, Matt, but... Is, has it got something to do with Bronwyn Doizak naming <laughs> the group that taunted me online? <laughs> You know, I didn't remember that happening until you commented back on it. Oh, my God. Bron, look at this. Okay, so just to give everyone a timeline of what happens. At 7.29 p.m., right, as I've ducked out to go to the bathroom at this nice restaurant, me and my partner uh, have had a nice dinner at, early dinner, because we have to get, have to get home to relieve the babysitter. Right, We're just wrapping things up. That would be a 5.30 sitting, wouldn't it? It was. It yeah. was a 5.15 booking. <laughs> That's Brisbane time. That's an hour behind. <laughs> so I get the picture message on Instagram. A private group has started with the four people in the photo. Who you, lived like in you the said, city that was this was happening? Who all live in Melbourne. And then, you know, someone, M, saying, missing Matt. And I was like, oh, that's nice. All right. That's, that's sweet. Thank you for thinking of me. We're all together, but we are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Then the next update on this same timeline... After I've sent a couple of crying face emojis, oh, you know, I miss you guys, wish I was there too. Okay, here's what it says now. Bron Doizak named the group Sucked In, O'Kine. <laughs> then immediately afterwards, Bron Doizak named the group O'Kine is great, thumbs up. <laughs> You're leaving your trail behind you. You don't even remember this happening, Bron. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand the thought process here. You've gone, ah, ha, ha, sucked in, O'Kine. I'm going to name the group after you. And then what, have you felt guilty? 
I guess so. I, I cannot give you the train of thought that led <laughs> Did to you that. know that there would be a paper trail of this, Ron? <laughs> I, di- I didn't think it would say Ron. <laughs> I didn't think it would say I did it. I just thought it would update the group. <laughs> I would happily blame someone else. <laughs> yeah. The, res- the the app kept the receipts of who did it and what they named it at what time, Bron. You got yeah. stitched up. Damn. I mean, Okine is great to me. I'd be more annoyed with because it, it sounds so much more patronising. Yeah. It is. Oh, no. It's and double whammy. I, and then I changed it again, I think, to just a thumbs up because I was like, <laughs> didn't want to offend you more. Oh, my God. This is just C-grade trolling here, honestly. (laughs) Rookies. So what happened? Well, we went out for a couple of cocktails and then um, had Mm. a dinner, which was very nice. Finished with a nightcap at Comedy Republic. Mm -hmm. Watched um, He Huang and Melanie Bracewell absolutely tear up the stage. Yeah. You've been getting some good acts coming through Comedy Republic, I've noticed. It's getting to that sweet spot, that Melbourne Comedy Festival period where we're talking proper... International headliners just just dropping in. And listen, I don't know if I'm even meant to be saying this, okay? But what I can say is, and yes, it goes for the club that I own, Comedy Public. It also goes for other clubs, so support them all. Um, But if there's like no names on the lineup, that's often a sign that there's some good names coming in. There you go. So sometimes it's like, I don't know who's going to be on. It's a bit of a risk. Like you usually... Some, some of these big people, just like, no, I don't want to tell anyone it's on because, you know, it gets a bit too slammed. Yeah, right. I've got to sell tickets to my own show, so I won't announce that I'm going to be Absolutely. on. But got to go on and practice. So there's a little. Okay. That's a, that's a nice tip. little mm. insider's edition. Now, go um, on. So it was a good happened? night. Well, <laughs> it's just something. It's so separate from what actually we've been talking about that I think we should have mm-hmm. a break and I should come back and, and bring up this issue, which I believe is plaguing society. Um at hospitality venues at the moment. All right. Um, so let's have a break now and I'll be back to let you know what that is and what got my goat in a moment. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Picture this, Matt. Bron, me, M, Steve at dinner. Uh, Bron and M on the red wines, okay? Okay, fair and enough. I think I would I expect nothing less <laughs> of someone who changed a name <laughs> twice on an Instagram group and doesn't even remember. Me and Steve on the, uh, the litre of beer is what you could order off the menu there, so we split that. <laughs> is it Oktoberfest? What is going on? <laughs> Why were you drinking? I mean, I am all for beer, but... Yeah. The liter at a time. Well, they had two. They had a single tap beer, right? This is an Italian restaurant, so they got this Italian draft beer. You could get yeah. 250 mils of beer, or you could get a liter of beer each, not just a jug. No, we got a jug of liter, and it wasn't with a handle. It was you put like a water. It was the same jug they used the water in, but they just filled it with beer and put it in the middle of the table. Okay, right. okay. So it was okay. Anyway, so we were just having to go with that, but the um, the girls must have gone so much that I think. Bron, correct me if I'm wrong, the restaurant had run out of red wine. What? Yes. <laughs> Pleased. That's impossible. For an the, Italian restaurant to do that, that's like them running out of spaghetti. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that whatever wine you ordered, Bron, you got started off we just with had a, a bottle and then 
we're all going to have another one. And they said, I'm so sorry. We've run out. All we have. And they bring out, what is a two-third full bottle of wine and said, this is all we have. Of what? red? Of a, that particular wine? Yeah, or of that any particular red wine. red wine. Okay. The cheapest on the menu is, I have to point The out. house wine. Okay, so they've run out of the house wine. And they said, but so we can give you this one and we'll just charge you carafe prices. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Carafe being like a, dis, you know, um, not a distilled. What do you, when you pour it out into something? Decanted. Decanted. That's the one. Yeah. But they said, I would just give it in the bottle, but that sort of thing. Then the bill came, Bron. I'm hearing this for the first time. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not. You're just remembering it for the first time. (laughs) Well, you can't correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. (laughs) But from my understanding of this event, they charge you 45 bucks for an already opened bottle of wine. And the the actual wine price was 60 bucks or something like that. Yes. Right. So they've charged you the, the three quarters worth. Three quarters worth of wine. Yeah. But a carafe should be half. You'd think it'd be about half. It is. It should be half. I mean, that's that's generally, half generally what it would be. Yeah. They, but I think someone looked at the bottle and was like, "This." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." You get the discount for you not buying the amount of wine, and then you get the the discount for the amount that you're inconvenienced. Is like, oh, here's some absolute leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, 100%. it should be a half price wine. Is oh, what I'm trying to say. At the very least, did I tell you about the time? That- me and a friend went to just the local pub in Newtown and, um, and then, and she ordered a glass of red and the guy filled up the glass three quarters, mm. right? That's all that was left in the bottle. Then he went and goes and gets a completely different, <laughs> completely different brand type of well, wine. I got same color though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then unscrews it and goes to like fill it up and we go, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I'm just, there's not enough to fill a glass. So I'm just topping it up. I'm like, bro, you can't do that. You can't. You can't do it. No. That's like going to a certain fried chicken shop and asking for a two-piece feed. And they don't have, like, they've only got one piece of chicken, so they just put half a cheeseburger in there next to the chicken. You're like, no, that's not how it works. Exactly. I thought this would be a one-off incident, right? Next day. Go to the local toasty shop. They got the ten dollar toasty and coffee. Mm. All right, Oof, that's a good deal, isn't it? Great deal. Small coffee, toasty. Go in there. I'll have the toasty, please. You're like, okay, before you even order, the girl says, "We don't have any <laughs> bread left, <laughs> and right. we can't make you this one. We can't make you this one." And in fact, I don't even have any ham. The best I could do for you okay. is a cheese and tomato croissant toasted. Okay. Okay. I said, all right, fine. Would I be, instead of getting a small coffee, be able to get a medium coffee then? You know, mm-hmm. part of the deal. Mm-hmm. He goes, yes. Comes out, I've got to pay a dollar extra for a slightly larger coffee. Now... <laughs> When you are forcing me <laughs> to be eating a ham and not even a ham, a tomato and cheese croissant instead of mm. a ham, tomato and cheese toasty as yeah. part of your ten dollar deal, I feel that the coffee upgrade should be part of that ten dollars, and I should be charged the extra dollar for the coffee. Well, it's the calorie tax. 
I mean, you are, yeah. you're having to eat yeah. and intake so many more calories with that croissant. Yes. You're going to die sooner because of that meal. Tell me about it. And now you have to pay for the privilege to yep. get buried before everyone else. And I looked, I looked in the window, right? Plain croissants in the little thing, $3.50. Ooh, do I so, so I could have bought a plain croissant. I could have got a medium coffee. <laughs> it would have cost me $8.50. Instead of paying $11 for this. Oh, no. I've been, I've been done dirty here. Oh, mate. You are absolutely stinking. I'm sorry, man. What's going on with society that we cannot, when these sort of inconveniences come up, err on the side of the customer? That's it, because the customer's always right. And it's about compensation. I feel like that's a, that's a word mm. that's been forgotten, hasn't it? That's just been oh, left yeah. to the bloody money-hungry <laughs> lawyers. Hey, they know about compensation, but does the humble cafe owner know about it? I don't think they know natural justice if it slapped them across the face with a soggy croissant. With a soggy quasi. <laughs> you know? So anyway. No, I hear you, man. Vent. Never, never going out to purchase anything ever again. That's the moral of that story. <laughs> Which is why, Matt, I think you should stick with free things like the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast podcast. That's right. If we only give you three quarters of it. <laughs> It's going to cost you the same price yeah. as it costs you for the full thing. <laughs> All right. So you, thank you for coming to us. And if you give us three quarters of your attention, hey, that's still that's 100% good times for us. So thank you for joining <laughs> us on this lovely day. We're going to be back same time, same place tomorrow. And let us know if you've got any stories that can relate to this. We'd love to hear from you. That's it. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.